Welcome to the Competitive 40k podcast brought to you by Vanguard Tactics. This is a Warhammer 40k podcast where we analyse the meta and help develop strategies to help you become a competitive 40k player. I'm your host, Stephen Box, and it's our mission to raise the standards of the game both on and off the tabletop. This podcast is brought to you by the Vanguard Tactics Academy, the only online coaching course for Warhammer 40k. And the Vanguard Tactics Academy takes you through everything you need to know about 40k, from how to write the optimal army list for your faction, to advanced tactics on the tabletop and advanced game theory. We'll also teach you our step-by-step process to prepare you for any tournament. And the VT Academy will not only help you win more games in the right spirit of the game, but also help you get more value and enjoyment from your hobby but will also help you feel more confident and comfortable every single time you step up to the table. Hi and welcome to episode number nine. Now this is a slightly different recording than usual because we actually recorded this live on YouTube. So you might hear us dive into the YouTube chat, answer a few questions, but I really, really hope you enjoy this episode where we cover absolutely everything that there is to know about the changes in terms of the meta, our top predictions, the top combinations from the new Space Marine Codex. So sit back, listen, slightly lengthier show than normal, but I think there's a huge amount of value here. We're gonna cover what own our opinions on what is great for the game and what's changed, and then also what we think we might need to look out for in terms of what could be a really strong combination that might need an FAQ, potentially changed in the future. And then also we go over our top combinations that we've sought out already in in our initial deep dive and also overview of absolutely everything. Now, as you know at Vanguard Tactics, we don't really like to talk about leaks. And what we do like to do is to look at the whole picture. So we believe we've done that and we may get a couple of things wrong as per usual in terms of when there is fresh content, but we've tried to make our information as accurate as we possibly can. And really excited to seeing the new Marines on the table and also just the health of the game. So sit back, enjoy. Myself, Joe and Jack will be going into this podcast up next. This podcast is sponsored by Foreground Publishing, who are the leading designers and manufacturers of tabletop pre-painted terrain. Check out the VT Terrain series, which is perfect for competitive 40k games. Just unbox, build, and play. Hey guys, and welcome to Vanguard Tactics. Today is a very special day. And why is that, Jack? Big codex drops. Big codex, which codex? Looking at the Space Marines in particular today. The Space Marines. There we go. So welcome to the channel, and also today I'm joined by Joe. Hello. Jack. Hello. And we're going to give you, in this show, our top predictions, top combos, and also just general thoughts on the new Codex. Obviously a lot of people already have given you what you get, and we want to do that a little bit different. We're not going to tell you exactly what's in this book, we're going to actually give you some of the, I suppose, considerations that you're going to need to think about when you're playing Marines or coming up against Marines. We're also going to talk about the health of the game, our meta predictions, and then also cover some top combinations and things that you might want to consider as a Space Marine player or if you're new to the game and you really want to take your level to that next, you know, place, level. If you want to take your game to the next level, whatever. We knew what you meant. You know what I meant. Then uh, obviously we're going to share some of those our insights with you. And actually what we're going to cover today is all the things that are a space or adept as a startes. So, uh, but we're not going to cover the Blood Angels, Space Wolves, Death Watch or Dark Angels specifically because obviously they're 
um, at the moment just wrapped up in FAQs and they're still waiting their supplements. So rather than sort of doing that content twice, we're going to cover today Iron Hands, Imperial Fists, Black Templars, Ultramarines, Raven Guard, Imperial Fists. Did I miss any? Salamanders, White Scars. Yeah, yeah. There's still probably more and more and more that I've missed. <laughs> but anyway, that's what we're going to cover today. So obviously, if you are listening live, then please jump in the chat, say hello. And also one thing that I would like to kind of bring your attention to, today is World Mental Health Day. And something, this is something that we are, Vanguard Tactics, extremely passionate about. And we try and support as best as we possibly can. Because the reason what we do here at Vanguard Tactics is we donate every single month to Movember. And Movember are a charity which really encourage you know men's mental health and also their physical health as well but obviously we do support that and if you would like to help us in how much we've donated this year the goal is to achieve a thousand pounds so far we're very very close already I think we're, we're well over the 800 mark yeah. and there is a donation link below to our team page so if you want to help Vanguard Tactics as a team collectively it's our students us in here our events all that kind of stuff all the money goes into that pot and uh, obviously we want to try and promote that. And all I would like to say is just reach out to somebody, speak to somebody. You never know what a good phone call to a friend could do for you. So if you are feeling lonely at this time, it's a very difficult time of the year. Um, it's been a really tough year, 2020 altogether. But look, just reach out to somebody, speak to them. And uh, yeah, I'm sure it will help you a lot. Uh, or ultimately, engage with us as well. This is why we do these live shows and things. Anyway, so... On to Marines. Jack, what were your general thoughts of the, the new Marine Codex? So, I really like the direction of travel with the, the Marine Codex, and I think it's a good insight into how 9th edition is going to be formed up. Okay. I really like the, the introduction of the core keyword. I think that creates a new design space for um, sorting out certain combinations and just get a little bit more control on how certain buffs work for certain units and things. So I think it's really going to help the health of the game moving forward. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, there's exciting new ways to play the Marines as well. Yeah. Um, lots of units have now become options again. Like Obviously the old school Marines getting the two wounds makes them a lot more viable again. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to get stuck in, try those different combos using the new stratagems, the Warlord traits, Relics, etc. So I think I think that it's, uh, it's looking good. It's a great place. What about you, Joe? Um, I'm very much the same. I love the the new playstyles. I like the push more towards like the balancing of the entire codex, so it's not like so broken. So when you come up against someone who might be new to the game, you're not going to just steamroll them. Um, and units that kind of abused like specific keywords, like things like uh, the Centurion stuff like that, Thunderfire cannons. That put a huge amount of firepower now. Only one unit gets rerolls from the chapter master, stuff like that. Um, and also the chapter master giving you the the four up, you get a command point at the start of every turn. Yeah. I quite like that because it gives you a consistent supply. Um, and also, I love the all the love for the old marines. I because those people who who might be coming back to the game now from a long time ago can just dig out their old space marine armies. They're good to go, and they're and they're good to go. Where were they before? In their garden or something? Yeah. Shed, uh, loft. Yeah. Just dig, a, the dig them out from there. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think the, um, you know, I agree with both your points. And um, 
I really feel like Space Marines now aren't going to necessarily be kind of an easy win army. They are still very, very good and powerful, but they've taken away some of their brute strength and efficiencies, which was much needed. I think that's what you you just hit the nail on the head, yeah. is their efficiencies. And that was from multiple ways to get rerolls. <laughs> and a lot of that now has been removed. And actually, if you want to get rerolls now, then you have to think ahead of time. You've got to plan it all out. You've got to plan it. So it allows a strategic player to plan appropriately to get those efficiencies. But you can't just rock up and go, cool, well, I'm going to use this army. And uh, as long as I keep everybody within six of this model, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see how things shake out. Now, that doesn't mean everything's perfect. And we're going to cover some of our things that we'd like to, you know, sort of highlight, put a question mark next to. Yeah. And maybe things to look at going forward. Is it potentially going to be broken? Is it under-costed, over-costed? Because for the health of a game, you want as much as possible, everything to have a place, a home, and a build. I think the one thing I like from picking up a codex is I want to be able to run an army that I want to run, mm. and it still have play and viability in a competitive scene. Um, and I think from my initial reaction, there's lots of different builds that I'm looking at with like Ravenwing, Raven Guard that I can look at, I can make a Ravenwing army with lots of bikes, I think it'd be quite functional and be still be quite good, Yeah. instead of having to be forced down certain avenues because certain units just didn't fundamentally work. So I think it's done a lot balance of internal balancing the book Yeah. to make different things different uh, viable now. And actually in some places, I actually think it may have gone a little bit too far, yeah. which we'll cover as well. So let's have a little chat about, first of all, how does this help the game? A lot of people... Um, have, I think, been unhappy with certain things. And, you know, you've got to put yourself in the perspective of, I think we as three players, we all have our favourite armies. Mm -hmm. Like, yours is Tau. Yeah. Yours is... Drakari. Drakari. Yeah. Shock, horror. <laughs> Mine is Harlequins. So, all of us have felt that Marines have been over, like, very, very powerful... However, we still all have a marine faction that we like yeah. to play. We have a very balanced and fair view of the game, okay? So we want everything to exist in this ecosystem. And I think a lot of people that are just very structured or just very narrow focused in terms of their viewpoint of what happens to their army. And marines have been a real problem for the last 12 months. Mm -hmm. You know, ever since their original Codex release back in the summer of last year, They've been winning and dominating most tournaments. We saw them win, you know, most of the GTs. They won the LVO. Yeah. And, you know, they've been a problem child ever since for the last 12 months. So I'm really hoping that not only 9th edition, but with the combination of this codex, really allows everyone to come into the fold. And I think it will. But, um, yes, I think this like, next section we're going to talk about, lots of people are concentrating, Space Marines have got this and this, and this new codex. But what they've also lost, Yeah, and... Yeah, there's some obvious things they've lost, and there's also some subtle things in the background which change a lot of matchups, which with, is very important. Absolutely, and that gives you then some options for unit choices, which obviously we want to cover today. So if you're an Eldar player, great, you might have some new ideas today. Yeah. Things that you might have thought they're no good anymore, 
how are these things going to come back in play? So let's have a little talk about the probably the biggest impact is the chapter master. Huge. Yeah, so you can still get a chapter master. Obviously, you've got to pay more points for it, so that means your models can be more expensive. But, um, um, just touching on the the upgrades, the characters actually. Yeah. Um, Marines previously didn't need many CP. No. So you could spend all your CP and get an upgrade. Chapter master X Y Z. Now you've got invest more points. So you've got less units that you can buff. Mm. And points were the thing that Marines were very short of. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, even that in itself is a little bit benefit for everyone else. Yeah. But yeah, to carry on with the Chapter Master and how he's changed. So the Chapter Master now gives a reroll one aura, yep. um, which most armies can get, like an Altark gives it for Eldar, whatever it might be. Um, but then you have to now select a unit that you're going to give your reroll misses to. And when okay. do you do that as well? That's important. In the command phase? Yes. So you've got to plan. Yeah. You know where your opponent's going to put it. Which also means, if it's in the command phase, um, and it's in your command phase, am I correct? Yes. So yes. if you charge me, so let's say, what the biggest problem before was, because it's failed hit rolls, it also works in Overwatch. Right, so let's say you've got a big unit of 30 boys of orcs, they want to charge in and they've got a chapter and a master nearby, no matter what was near it, let's say unit of intercessors, unit of aggressors, unit of heavy intercessors, whatever, they'd all get re-rolls. But now you can go, cool, which one did you select the aggressors? No problem, I'm going to charge those interceptors. So then you can make your charge without getting the ridiculous overwatch. It also means that if you go first versus the space marines and you've got a first turn charge, charge army, you can go after his hard-hitting army units before he gets the buff off on yeah, them. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's those ways now is a player to counteract it. Okay, yeah. cool. Which one of you just put that on? Excellent. Well, they're going to be my target for next turn because I know you've already played your card. That's your you know strongest unit. You feel like is you're going to be your most valuable unit. So actually, you're telling me what you think your best unit is. I'm going to get rid of them. Okay, you great. Can, you can start playing into it. So I want to try and bait that unit out of the range for next turn. Yep. You know, if they want to heroically intervene or something like that, all of a sudden they go in the next command, for, command phase, they're not doing it. Yep. Ah, okay, that's a bit of a problem. So I, I think I really like it. It brings a lot of other things back into the game as well. Yeah. Well, one big thing for me. Yep, go on. Which is minus one to hit. Yeah. yeah. So things like a Latok. Yeah. Flyers. Um, anything that could basically get a minus one to hit, um, Harlequins, Venoms, whatever it might be, Lightning Fast Reflexes, it was kind of pointless having it because a chapter master with rerolls, you took Marines from a hitting from threes to fours. Rerolling everything. And rerolling everything. So actually, they probably, if they were Imperial Fists, would end up rolling more sixes and it would go against you anyway. So now, at least that. If you know that unit hasn't been selected as the unit that's going to shoot you, great. Then obviously they're not going to Especially get rerolls. Lightning fast reactions. So they've got a chapter master unit on one. You don't play lightning fast against that unit. You do it against all the rest. Okay. So they hit on fours, reroll on yeah. ones. Or if they're rocking a vehicle now. Yeah. So vehicles with with this in uh, this interaction of the core concept. A repulsor executioner, which you know I used to run two of in my ultramarine days. Yeah. Put them next to Gulliman. Fantastic, re-rolling all my misses, brilliant. I can move and shoot them, no penalties whatsoever. So that, that's now a factor, you know. So again, these are all things that I think are really gonna help the these other units have a bit of play. Those those units that are harder to hit are still gonna be harder to hit. And it stops 
what Marines wanted to do last edition was just MSU around a chapter master, yeah. multiple small units, fully fully efficient. Yeah. Now the Space Marine player in his um, list building stage goes, actually, do I want a bigger unit of this yeah. to get the full effect out of the chapter master? That they become a juicier target. Yeah. So it's, I think, again, that just helps. It's subtle, mm. but it just changes list builds. It, so it makes a, they're just less efficient again, potentially. So I think it's absolutely but, great change. But it means that they're going to start putting their units to a possible kind of blast rule size then. Yeah. So like, oh, actually, my like a guard player is going to be actually shooting against space marines. I am going to be getting those minimum free shots now. So it does it does make them a bit more susceptible for incoming fire power. Um, the chapter master was such an issue because space marines are so popular. Because yeah. obviously, um, call still exists. Yeah. Abaddon still exists. But how many times do you see them at tournament? Yeah. yeah. They may become more popular now. Yeah, but because, because they not, still get their rerolls, which you know, is fantastic. So Space Marines were yeah, 20, 20, 30% of the field, all going to have Chapter Master in. Yeah. You're always going to come up against it. That's why that minus one to hit might become really nice now. Yeah, so I'm really, again, with the interaction of the core keyword, and it's the core focus is mainly on uh, infantry and bikes, it's dreadnoughts, all, but yeah. not... It's kind of like the old... What what used to get chapter tactics. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's yeah. basically that. So but not characters. If you, yeah, if you think back to the first ever 8th edition codex, um, it was kind of like infantry, dreadnoughts, and bikes got you... you but your, your vehicles didn't. Yeah. So it's kind of like... We're kind of back there now. It's yeah. kind of... Space Marines went from having... It was weird that the tanks didn't get it, mm -hmm. to then having everything yeah. with Super Doctrine. So that we, we've kind of come back into this, hopefully, this middle area. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that tanks are dead, because a tech marine could just be like, here, have plus one to hit for a turn. Yeah. But obviously, if you only pick the one unit, but it means that you might not see triple repulses anymore. You just yeah. might see the one that you know that you can buff every turn. Yeah. So I think we will start to see some quite more varied and balanced lists, mm. rather than... And we'll, we'll discuss this. So what other things have been healthy for the game? So aggressors. What? Yes, I, I know, I know, I know you, you're a big fan of aggressors, but the big change for them, they had two special rules. I am actually smiling, I'm yeah. not crying, by the way. Um, they had two special rules, they're both gone. So, moving, advancing, like penalty, and double firing while you're standing still. Cry. So, the double firing standing still was a problem because of ultramarines and salamanders. Because mm -hmm. ultramarines could move and count stationary, yep. and salamanders had a one TP strap to do the same thing. And now there's a generic strap to do it. Yeah. So they kind of had to get rid of it. Yeah. It was too good. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Seemed fair and balanced to me having a unit yeah. being able to put out 120 shots. That seemed fair. Yeah. Um, so I, it's, it's a great change. Um, aggressors are still well pointed, still very efficient. Mm -hmm. I've got, I've certainly looking at them in my Raven Guard list. I'm still keeping them out. Um, because the flamers have got increased range as well. So again, it gives the option of the flamers and the bolt. Yeah. All of a sudden, it is possible uh, to bring those I think. Because now the, the the change in the rule makes them a lot more of a streamlined, like efficient unit. Yeah. Because before they were just a static gunline unit, and then your opponent charges you, you overwatch them, and then you punch them to death. Whereas now they're a unit that can constantly be moving, constantly be doing stuff. But you're not going to just overload on like fifteen of them anymore. You might just have the one, maybe two, like small units to go and do like objective holding kind of job stuff like that but we're not going to see a million of them anymore well i don't know um i still think with just their regular profile with uh, the amount of shots they have they're still yeah. a great unit they're, they're, they got one benefit which was they um 
basically a flat damage two now, which is great for those power fists. Uh, they obviously got the blast keyword for the frag on top. Yeah. Um, now that just means that again, this is something that we teach on the academy. Is when you're thinking about your list build, and I'm actually doing a webinar soon, which right. is going to be open to the public uh, that you can join if you wish. And all the links to that will be on our Facebook page and blog page. And basically, I'm going to help you review your lists. That's going to be the goal of that webinar. And I'm going to take you through exactly how I'm going to review your lists. And then we can have a really good practical workshop on reviewing lists. And one of the things that I'll talk about is having a toolbox. You want your list to be a toolbox. And you want to have a place for certain things. So, for example, you want a hammer to hit nails in, a screwdriver to put... Um, screws in, screws in, yeah. and whatever it might be. So, the aggressors are your anti horde unit. Fantastic. Before, because they had so much weight, anti everything unit. Absolutely, because they had so much weight of fire, they could just take down anything they yeah. wanted. But now it's really a case of the strategic players going, cool, I've got my aggressors that are going to do this role for me. And then I've got a utility role, which is combat, which can then help something else. So I'm good at killing vehicles in combat and I'm good at killing horde in shooting. Brilliant. That's a really nice, unique piece in taking some of the power away because when a unit can fire twice, it's really hard to point cost it. Yeah. So a competitive player like myself would go, cool, I'm going to take 10 to 15 aggressors because they've got this really good ability. And when I take 15 of them, I am completely abusing that interaction in terms of where their points are at. But, but if I don't take that many, then actually it's kind of pointless. If then the points have to go up. So I'm really glad that what GW have done is they haven't put the points above aggressors because they would have become just not really useful and not playable. And I'm actually happy they took away some of their power. So I think it's a really good, um, you know, place that aggressors are now in which means that for you gene stealer colt yeah. big win massive win because yeah. like like it's like if you went up against um ultramarines they just blow you off the table and they just shoot you to death in uh, in overwatch yep um if you went up against salamanders ones with flamers you, you you're not going to be charging mm. them and you don't want them just popping up and getting a flat 72 yes on you for shield drones for example for town yeah no, excellent yeah, it's um I think you won't see 15 of them anymore, but you may see five. Yeah, I think I think you might see a lot of them still in in white scars because they do ignore. They still get to ignore. And they can advance the charge. Yeah. But um, but you're not going to have that because I had it in a couple games where I had one one unit of five aggressors against my genes to the cult. He was like, I'm going to double shoot. This one's going to shoot that squad of acolytes. This one's going to shoot that squad yeah. of acolytes. This one now in like one round of shooting. He killed like 60 acolytes. Yeah. It's just like, great. What they could have done is said, like what they have with the eradicator rule, hmm. if you put all your shots on one, you get to fire twice. Yeah. That yeah. means that you cannot go, cool, one aggressor will pick up a 10-man unit yeah, of, silly, yeah. do you know what I mean, yeah. of acolytes? Yeah. To go, cool, well, if you want to kill 20 warriors, then you're going to have to put every single shot you possibly can into it but you cannot split fire. That speeds cool. up the game. So that's something they could yeah. have done. But anyway, that is that is what it is. So I actually think aggressors being removed from the, or the powerhouse that they were, toned down a bit is great. The next one is Thunderfire Cannon. So Joe, what's happened with the Thunderfire Cannon? So the Thunderfire Cannon has gone from strength five down to strength four. Yep. Um, it's only minus one AP and it's one damage. And 
it's the um, the trebuchets have changed. So two massive changes have happened. Obviously, it is more expensive now. It's not just a yeah. I think back in, hundred points, whatever so, it was. So back in, if we go back a step a minute, in eighth edition it reigned supreme because it was cheap. Yeah. It was it had trebuchets, which you could do twice. Mm. Yeah, it was very efficient. It was just like it was an auto conclude utility piece in your yeah. army, which also did damage. Now the damage is almost gone. Yeah, really, and you're probably only ever going to take it for tremor shells. Yeah, and you can't do it to two units because they can't shoot twice yeah. anymore. Yeah. So they can't shoot twice. Tremor shells isn't as good because it's only minus two charge rather yeah. than half charge, and it's only minus two and on the advance. It halves your move. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the change to imperial fists has affected it a lot as well. Yeah, because imperial fists you only get the plus one damage on heavy weapons at strength seven. Yeah, so or above. So it means that the thunderfire cannon isn't efficient and you're not going to just see lists of of one chapter master and three thunderfire cannons yeah like we used sure. to we used to yeah. see three rapier cannons three, three thunderfire cannons yeah. and three whirlwinds well, in well, a, just an well, artillery battle so a plug in was your three thunderfire cannons as imperial fist with the lieutenant or captain with the eye picked them off yeah beautiful reroll ones to hit reroll ones to wound pinging across doing tremor shells as you need yeah, I I don't know how you feel. I don't think you'll see them thunderfire cannons unless you're really playing into using tremor shells. Yeah, I think you just won't see it. Tremor shells is still a great strategy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in certain matchups, again, it's a toolbox piece yeah. now, yeah. which is great. Something like your your opponent's got um, I don't know nine grotesques. Cool. I'm gonna half their movement. Yeah. Gonna half their movement. Gonna half their movement. I'm gonna slow them down so I can get the game where I want it. I can shape the game yeah. how yeah. I want it. I can. I am in control of the tempo with a stratagem like that. Which is great. Which is great. Yeah, it's um, it's going to be, like, you might just see, like, just the one for dealing with those little five-man, one-wound units yeah. that, that hold objectives. So it can pick pick one of those units up, maybe. But it won't be as efficient at doing right. it. Um, or, um, oh, what is, that was another one. Carry on. It's completely yeah, gone we'll out of my brain. So we'll talk about Thunderfire Cannons and Aggressions. Yeah. And I think the conclusion with came in, they're no longer auto-includes. Yeah. They're nice options. They're not yeah. going to be spam. And you can build them around your list accordingly. So that's great. Yeah. Opens up other units to take those places. Yeah. You know, and now like a unit of, you know, like one Thunderfire Cannon is not going to pick up a 10-man Guardsman unit. Whereas two of them or three of them would just instantly eradicate you off any sort of backfield holding objective that you had. So I think now this gives a lot of utility to other armies to go, cool. So for me as an Eldar player... I can put hmm. 10 Dark Reapers back in the field. Yeah. What basically Thunderfire Cannons did was they eradicated um, the my ability to take a Reaper because they hit on two, so it doesn't matter if I'm minus one. They got re-rolls. They were strength five, so they wound on threes. They were minus two, so I was getting a five plus save. One wound, one damage, cool. Unit dead from yeah. just shoot the thing twice, and you've just picked up what is a 360-point you know, unit. Mm -hmm. um, so again... This might have a little bit of play. Cool, I'm going to put some Reapers in and I'm going to fire and fade them again. Yeah. It would be great to see Dark Reapers or units like yeah. Dark Reapers back on the table. Yeah. Units of Scourges because they don't need to worry about the Triple Thunderfire cannon list. Yeah. If you play against one, cool, take yeah. it. But like Things like Alatoc Rangers might come back. They disappeared very quickly once those Thunderfire yeah. cannons yeah. showed up. So next up we've got the Grav Cannon Stratagem. So the Grav Cannon Stratagem basically allows you to reroll all wounds and all damage with your Grav Cannon. So what we typically see is a Grav Cannon in a pod, a drop pod, come down and just decimate units. Or we'd see Raven Guard with Centurions yeah. 
which would deep strike him with the grab cannons. Um, and I think they are five shots each, minus three if you had a... a, um, a... Grav Cannon is four shots each, strength five, minus three, one damage. Yep. And if it's got a three plus save, two damage. Two damage. Okay, so that's been toned down because it used to be D3 damage. Yeah. Because when you could... Well, it's kind of like six one half does another. It's better now without the stratagem, but yes. before with the stratagem it was ridiculous because you could re-roll the damage. So if you were getting... You know, you'd re-roll all the ones into yeah. maybe a two or a three. Mm -hmm. So it, you were just doing a lot more damage. Now yes. a grab cannon looks like a solid weapon um, with two damage. Fantastic. You can just put it into a unit and go, cool, I know it, what I can expect out of this. Brilliant. This now just means that we're not going to see that one drop pod full of grab. That's going to go, cool, yeah. pick yeah. a unit and it's dead. Again, that was another auto-enclosed unit. A unit of devastators in the pod. Yeah. I still think grab cannons have a place. Yep. I like them. Especially if you're going into the mirror match against Space Marines, yeah, still have a nice place. But again, not the auto include. Great options open again. Yeah, yeah. No, I um completely agree. And uh, that was one of the things that it just, yeah, they were just crazy. It's just too efficient. You know, it's just way you too. Might, you might just see only Iron Hands players using them in drop pods because then they get the reroll ones. Or Ultramarines, yeah. they can drop in and don't take the negative to hit. Yeah, you know, um, Dark Angels could be quite nice as well, but. Anyway, they're good. They're good, but not broken, yes. which is brilliant. Yeah. Every time you see somebody take the same thing over and over again, there's clearly a problem with that. Yes. Yeah. This next one. This is massive. So yeah. this was something that GW recently brought into the game, and I was looking at it thinking, why GW have you done this? They did not need this at all. <laughs> Marines did not need the Judas Earth. Yeah. No, no. Not, not one bit. Yeah. It didn't break Marines, it broke every other army in the game. It, <laughs> well, it's it stopped, it made certain matchups, certain armies unplayable. Yep. Mainly um, we, combat armies that didn't have the same ability to make yeah. you fight that. Well, or it was, for example, combat, what, the units that really suffered are hard-hitting glass cannons. Harlequins. Yeah. Harlequins, Repentia... Um, it probably wouldn't really affect Banshees it's, too much. It's, but it's probably the Repenture and the Harlequins like, are the ones. Like any any Chaos combat unit, because they're normally quite expensive and you've only got the one. So like the Chaos Terminators or like a big unit of Berserkers, which is literally just go in and bounce. Um, my entire Gene Steeler Cult army yeah. was just I, neutered. I think his previous rule set, crazy good. It was just lazy. You yeah. go, right, I'm going to put my five mana aggressors with a Judicar behind it. You can't charge me, fine, job done. And the thing is, what you basically had to do, the Judas said before, as long as that model is had a six-inch aura, and it was any unit, right, basically that came into that aura, you could pick it to say, look, you are going to be fighting last, right? So now what happens is, well, before you could have a, a chunk of models, and providing that your opponent had to get in within an inch, yeah. as long as you left that radius large enough, then actually, you know, you could yeah. easily, because you, you did this at the end of the charge phase. So now what this means is the Judas has gone from a six inch to a three inch. Just because it's not an or ability. Just never know in the codex, yep. auras have been defined. Yeah. This is, I pick a unit. Yes. Yeah. So just, just a little bit, because they've introduced aura as a keyword, so yep. make sure we don't get any confusion there. Yeah. Um, so now what this means is the Judas with a three inch aura Literally, so let's say he's got um, a unit of aggressors in front of him, and I would it'd be much easier if I you know maybe I'll do a video on this in the future. Yeah. But 
basically, the Judaser has to literally be basing the aggressors right in front of him in order for your opponent to come within an inch of that model, um, to get in engagement range, and then to be picked. Otherwise, if he's a little bit back, then you can, if you charge in, you don't have to base your opponent anymore. You could just stay outside of an, or just stay inside an inch and stay outside that three. So positioning now is much more important. Oh, we'll do a video on it. Yep. Because we'll double check. Is is it physically possible? Because he may be able to stay 0.9 inches away if it's at the end of the charge phase. Yep. He can't declare it. Did pile in? Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 But if your Judas is right up against him, maybe we need to check the base sizes. We need to check so base sizes because yep. they may have done it, so he can't protect aggressors, centurions, etc. The big boys. Yeah. He can only protect your intercessors, maybe. Yep. And that'll be okay. Cool. Yeah, or he's nice. over on the front line. Or he's heroically intervening and then do it. Yeah, yeah. But now he's risking himself. Right? And you've got to you've got to play with it. You've got to think about it before. You couldn't avoid the six inch. Yeah. He yeah. just you you, had, you could be fast and loose with his positioning. He's there. Fine. Anyway, come near this. He's gonna make you fight last. Yeah. And you have to be a lot more protective of him now because before he could just he could just chill out wherever. Now he's always gonna be in a little bit of a precarious position. Yeah. 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 So that's great. Um, I so, think. Yeah. It, so it makes the Harlequin matchup playable. Yep. Repentia. Yeah. Yep. It makes those matches playable. Great for the game. Orcs. Yeah. All these units, Berserkers, because even 10 Intercessors would just steamroll through Berserkers because they only got the one wound. And obviously now we're going to see, you know, two wound Berserkers and all that other great stuff as well. We've seen loads of weapon in profiles improve. Um, you know, I'm really excited about what actually this book has also brought all the other codexes now from like Sisters have improved massively to God. Eldar, Guard, lots of other armies have had a huge, huge boost mm. because of this, which is fantastic. So I think the health of the game is certainly in a, the, today is a better day than yesterday, mm -hmm. which I think is fantastic. Uh, next up, we've got varied lists now I think we're going to see. So something like you've mentioned earlier, Vanguard Vets, we'll probably touch on them later. Yeah. But tactical marines, we'll see them in play. We'll see, pick a unit. Terminators. Terminators. You know, these are things that we haven't seen much of. And we're going to start to see them again. Which now means you cannot just go, cool, I'm going to build against marines because I know that I'm just going to face against toughness five, three wound aggressors all day long. Okay, so this is healthy for the game. It means if you are an Eldar player, a Gene Steeler cult player, an Orc player, a Necron player, you are going to have to think about your list construction, about how do you deal with all these different elements, because we are going to see, hopefully, a lot more varied lists going forward in the future. Um, what else? What else? So, Centurions. Centurions. They've been hit with a nerf bat, quite rightly. Yeah. Uh, they don't have the core keyword. Okay, so they're not getting rerolls, potentially. So, um, no rerolls. No rerolls. They don't get any buffs from the, any of the characters for reroll hits, reroll wounds. Mm -hmm. Completely gone. Okay. Brilliant. Um, they are very tough, very efficient unit. Um, there is certain ways that you could buff it, and we, yeah. we can mention some of those with chat-specific combos. Yep. Um, I think they gained an inch of movement. Oh, speedy now. But losing the ability to reroll, yep. they're just not very good for their points cost anymore. Mm -hmm. um, but... Uh, at one point, they were flooding the tables, weren't they? Yeah. Well, you know, it yeah. would be very, or it wouldn't be uncommon to see twelve, yeah, even eighteen, yeah. 
um, and, and that they were lists that again, you know, when I was going over to SoCal last year, literally this time last year, I think in my final game, I think I played against uh, 18 of them. I played it again at the LBO in January. I played it at Element Games against Manny. Yeah. You know, it, it was so, this list was just prominent and they were just tiresome to kill, yeah. extremely hard, packed out so many shots because they lost their. Uh, bolted discipline so they're not putting out they can't move in double shoot basically yeah. um, they have to get within that half range of that 12 inches to become effective they're not getting the re-rolls um, and they also had a, a bit of a points increase from when the addition changed as well didn't they yeah, yeah. so they're um, yeah they're, they're not, not in a great place there is as we said certain ways you can buff them that may make them playable still be an option yeah but then again they're not the auto include no. um, perfect yeah um, successors Successor chapters. Yeah. Um, so they still exist. Yeah. You know, I know lots of people feel differently about those. Um, but I think, uh, we won't dive into the detail, but I think lots of them have been subtly changed mm. just to take a little bit of their power away from them. Yeah. I think there's some still great combos in there. Mm. And you can still definitely play a successor over a normal chapter. But I think they're just taking away some of those obvious choices. Yeah. Stealthy, Master Artisans. Yeah. Martyr Artisans just it's either the reroll hit or the reroll wound it's not both anymore yeah, yeah. Uh, great so that's yeah. just got a little bit worse stealthy it's 18 inches away not yeah. 12 yeah. Uh, so, long range marksman's change as well because it only affects um, heavy and rapid fire weapons now doesn't it it doesn't affect assault weapons stuff like that which means um, that it's got it's got it doesn't, I know it doesn't affect flame which yeah. is good but again it's got they still exist they're still good they're not just Obvious choices, and yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It's you guys. You guys have got the book now. You can double check the long range marksman, yeah. but it's got slight. It's slightly changed. Yeah. So if you are building lists, just double check your successor traits mm. because it may look on the first read the same. In, and now, actually, before it was a case of well, I'll just pay my two CPs to get a chapter master, um, and I will go successor because it's more efficient than anything else. And I, st I can just select all the benefits from whatever other chapter I want. Yep. Now it's going to be a case of, well, do do I want to do that? Mm. Or actually is taking Kalgar or Khan or whoever mm. um, or Shrike still the best choice yep. to go? And I think that that's really what I would like to see more of. Um, but anyway, so I think it's certainly a step in the right direction. I would have liked it to be toned down even further. But anyway, or... Um, you know, again, it just brings out so many different types of combinations that makes the game hard to balance yeah. from a rules writing perspective. I just think that, you know, having so many different combinations is very, very difficult. Whereas if you remove those and you just go down to the founding chapters for competitive play, it does make it easier. For Crusade, do what you want, narrative. Yeah. But I think for competitive play, I'd like to see it just pushed to one side to go, look, you're playing from these 12 options or whatever it is. There's <laughs> still enough. There's yeah. still enough factions to yeah. pick. Next up, Iron Hands. So, Joe, how have Iron Hands changed? Uh, having the ability to um, be in all doctrines for the 2CP is quite good. That means that the, the, heavy, the heavy weapons can be a lot more efficient throughout the game. Um, but... The big, the biggest thing is, the biggest thing is that Iron Hands have lost all of their abilities, so they no longer Overwatch on fives. Yeah, it doesn't stack with the Apothecary. That's so, the biggest change. Yeah. So the biggest interaction here is that what you could have done is gone right. Okay, cool. 
uh, with the prospects of heavy in, uh, heavy intercessors coming out, you could have gone, okay, cool, my whole army, if, if they wouldn't have changed this one thing, which they did, which I'm so thankful, GW, that you did this, you could have put an apothecary in, iron hands, everything could have had a 5 plus invulnerable save, everything could have had a 5 plus feel no pain, so what we'd have ended up with is 60 heavy intercessors, two characters, everything with a f toughness 5, 3 wounds, 5 up invulnerable save, yeah. 5 plus feel no pain, and that would have just been so boring to play against. I think we've all played against the Iron Hands infantry spam. Yeah. And how hard it is to kill. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And now it's been toned down in a lot. Yeah. Great. Still good. There's still other options of Iron Hands you can take. Yeah. Um, but it's not, you know, in my opinion, that was completely broken as a list. And if you skewed into it, yeah. often, as you just said there. Boring to play into, boring yeah. to play with. Yes. You know, it's not yeah. fun at all. Yeah. Um, you've just got basically what is an unkillable army in ninth edition now, which really heavily revolves around holding objectives. And you know, you, you see with some of the new warlord traits, or I was doing it with a banner, cool, everyone's obsec, mm -hmm. whatever, great, cool. I'm, you can't kill me, you can't take me off objectives. I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to take while we stand, we fight, auto 15 points straight away. I'll win the primary and this will be a fun game. That's not yeah. tactical for me because I've already won the game before I've turned up because I've took the most broken and most efficient thing in the game to the tabletop and I'm just going, cool, here it is. As long as I don't make any stupid mistakes, I'm going to win this tournament. So again, I'm really glad that they've changed that. I'm glad to see Iron Hands don't get as many benefits um, because they were ridiculous. But there's still some good plays in there which we're gonna, we'll discuss later. Um, anyway, so next up is the change to Imperial Fists. You mentioned it earlier, which is what, Joe? Yeah, so Imperial Fists now, they don't get the bonus on all heavy weapons, the plus one damage. It's only on strength seven and above, which is a huge buff for the, the whole game because it means that you're not just running a million stalkers, stalker bolt rifle guys who can wound knights on fours or fives if you've got the chaplain and the stratagem um, or just wounding any vehicle in the game on like threes and then just deleting it turn one even like you know like it was crazy how you could have nine eliminators and with straight shots they would do d3 damage plus one hmm. and if they rolled a six or mortal wound and if they forego their Sergeant's ability, they get plus one to hit and wound. Any six they would roll would be because it's, it's a bolt, bolt weapon, weapon yeah. because it would then populate. So now you've got these sniper rifles that are just doing sheer amount of mortal wounds and also damage in addition to vehicles. Yeah. You had Thunderfire cannons, like I've played against when Jonesy seized on me at Element yeah. Games and he had three Thunderfire cannons and he went, Cool, this Thunderfire cannon, cool, killed that Crimson Hunter. Next one killed that Crimson Hunter. Next one killed that Crimson Hunter. Yeah. So he had artillery killing flyers. It makes no sense yeah. in the game. Yeah. It's not thematic whatsoever. So seeing them just go brought down. So, to... Yeah, but they've nerfed that, but then they've also given you something back by being able to stratagem to put something back yeah. with all doctrines active. Yeah. But they've also they've already caught the potential problem with yeah. upping that strength bracket. So you're not doing it yeah. on unit centurions so, or heavy bolters or whatever it might be to get the real raw efficiency out of it. It's, it's to help your las cannons. Your auto cannons. Your auto cannons, your plasma cannons. Those yeah. weapons that can sometimes feel a little bit lacklustre, 
you know, on a D6 damage roll, and you roll that one, if you're me, obviously, and you roll a last cannon shot, it's a damage one, at least it's damage two. Yeah. I'm getting something now. It, it kind of feels like GW are pushing the chapters down their kind of, their fluff route, as Good. it were. Yeah. Iron Hands are now the Dreadnought army kind of thing, the vehicle army. Like, Imperial Fist, they're the, like, they're the siege guys, but we're going to actually make them use proper siege weapons, heavy weapons, siege, heavy weapons <laughs> yeah, yeah. not just bring down a building with bolter fire. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that their bolters aren't good. Their though. bolters are still very good. They're they're still explode on sixes. So. Yeah. But again, that's great for like those Crimson Fist players that, you know, that again, suits their lore with mm. going against hordes and things. Brilliant. They're going to get those extra shots. Transhuman. Mm. Transhuman now only works on Primaris Marines. So I think there's, there's a bit of good and bad in this one. Yeah, they, they took away and also given in another, another yeah, hand. So now it's um, one CP for five or less models and two CP for six and above. I think this is going to get almost immediately FAQ'd. I'm re well, I hope it does, GW. So if you're in Gravis Armour, it's two CP. Yeah. yeah. Or or three. Three people, one CP. The, the, the problem is... The problem is that obviously you can just go cool. Well, I'm not going to take six aggressors. I'm just going to take five. It's because I can trans. Because you never actually want to take a sixth man anyway. For blast keyword coherency, etc. For the, the two biggest reasons, coherency is an issue. Okay, because now you have to have two models within two inches. Whereas if you just take five, they can all spread out in a nice conga line. Yep. Okay. Um, and also, people don't get the blast keyword effectiveness against yeah. you, which we're going to talk about with one particular unit yeah. in a moment. That makes Space Marines ridiculously broken. So avoiding blast is really, really important. So you're only ever going to take a five-man unit of, of, of eradicators. Anything in Gravis Armour is going to be five. You know, Blade Guard are only ever going to be five, whatever. So also it means that your Blade Guard can then go an Impulsor and a character can tag along. Yeah. yeah. Great. So... Yeah, again, that's fantastic. Um, and just quickly on that, impulses have also changed as well for the better, yes, along yeah. with other vehicles, which we'll talk about slightly. But transhuman, I really feel like needs to change to two CPs if you're in Gravis armor, yeah. and one CP if you're, um, you know, just a regular Primaris Marine, whether it's an Incursor Infiltrator. You you know it. But anyway, I think that's a. Um, but yeah. yeah, but that means I don't get it on your Vanguard vets that have yeah. got very good. Yeah. Great. Yeah. They haven't got all the toys. They yeah. got better, but they haven't got access to that ridiculously good strategy. Sanguinary Guard, Wolfen, yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Uh, so just to quickly talk about this next, vehicles, impulses, repulses. I, why they got the minus two charge originally blows my mind. Mm -hmm. It just completely nullified and shut down combat armies because charging from Deep Strike was hard enough. But you with your Gene Stealer Colt, you with your Orcs, I would go, cool, two impulses up front, good yeah. luck, son, making yeah. an 11-inch charge. But then, but then people would double it up with the um, the Custodies with Tanglefoot and then be like, yeah, it's minus really, two, yeah. minus an additional D6. It's just not, yeah. it wasn't needed. So now it's a stratagem, fantastic. You've got to make, you've got to pay those resources and for it. Bait, it can bait it out. You can you bait can it out. You can do multiple charges and really get into what you need to. I also love that they've lost the fly keyword. It's massive for impulses. It yep. takes away so much of their removability. If yep. you want to hide it and fling it at the board, you're going to have to go around that terrain piece. So you're losing yep. distance. Yeah. You know, remember back when um, 
you know, essentially you had massive repulsors just chilling on a, um, like a, a small ruin. Yeah. Whereas GW aren't, haven't wrote in the book, like, if it sits, it fits. Yeah. They, or if it fits, it sits or whatever. They haven't yeah. put that in. So what they've done is they've gone, cool. This now means that we don't need to worry about the if it sits, yeah. it fits thing because a Ravager could still go up on a ruin. That's yeah. cool. You know, because it's a light skimmer. Yes. Whereas yeah. a massive repulse of the size <laughs> of a Land Raider yeah. cannot do that, yeah. which I think is yeah. great. It means it can't start the game on top of terrain either. Yeah. Because yeah. before, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to put all my infantry in this building. And then the, rep- the tough thing can just plop on top and yeah. then float away. I really hope they do the same with the Custode tanks in Forge World. I hope that, like, you know how the um, Admech things technically hover, yeah, yeah. but they don't get the fly keyword. I'd like to see that more yeah, yeah. across the board with some of the big vehicles, yeah. except if they're Eldar, where they're meant to be faster. And yeah. again, it's, it, it fits, gives them, the, it gives fits them, a lot, right? It gives them their uniqueness. Like yeah. the you know, guard tanks don't fly. No. So the Space Marine tanks traditionally didn't fly. No. Um, and also just on that note, the impulses in one's changed to a fiver. Brilliant. So it's not this, it's just, his resilience has dropped a fair lot. Yeah. yeah. So you can more reliably pop it open and start shooting the boys inside. Yeah, but I had a situation where unit sanguinary guard go into combat with an impulsor. They're bred to kill that kind of thing. He just goes, cool, made all my four up saves, brilliant, so I did nothing. Boing. It, it's, that shouldn't happen. It's no. not thematic. Sanguinary guards, you go in and absolutely eat that thing for breakfast. So, um, yeah, great. Five plus makes it good, but not broken. Double fight, f- double fight twice is gone. Brilliant now. So Such a good change for, yeah, the, for the game. Yeah. Really happy with that. Um, again, I used to use it because it was great, um, and it was probably the best stratagem in the game for, yeah. for most combat armies that are Space Marines. So really happy to see that gone. It now also means you cannot abuse the extra pile in the consolidations the extra movement shenanigans that you could do the wrapping and trapping craziness so i'm actually really glad that's gone so yeah it 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 does exist for assault intercessors only but but you're only going to see those in white scars or like black templar stuff like so they actually become more of a of like a thematic unit than they do uh like we're we're in everything yeah yeah so next up, we've got points increases. So general points increases across the board that we saw anyway when the, when the edition changed. And there has been some points changes based on different weapons cost different things based on the different, unit you're yes. putting it on. So if yeah. you've got a really powerhouse unit, you pay a little bit more of a premium for that weapon. I think that's a good step in the right direction. Yeah, definitely. So just just some, um, my Raven Guard list, in, it was nine, um, 1,900 points. Is now 2,000 points. My Dark Angels list was 1,800. Now it's 2,000 points. So 100, 200 points is probably going to be the average. Yeah. Um, so just again, there's losing a little bit more efficiency in there. Yeah, we've had a few questions in the chat. Uh, we will jump into your questions ever so shortly. We're just going to finish off this segment yeah. with two more things, and then we'll dive in and answer your questions before we go into our next segment. Okay. So next up, Scouts have gone to Elites. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, it's a little bit more thematic. You know, in Blood Angels, you either went from you went from being a scout sergeant to a to a captain, a death company captain. That's exactly the transition you made in life. That was yeah. your life choice. Scout to, uh, but now that's gone, um, and actually scouts are now an elite choice. So if you want a bit of cheap early board presence, you want some units to do some actions for you, and you know whatever you want to get them in corners of the table. Cool, you use your elite slot. I still think they've got a place, but it just again removes the efficient cheap troop choices for your yeah. Italian out. 
you just got to spend a little bit more points on the tactical marines because they're now 90 points for five. Yep, rather than... So tactical was 70, weren't they? 75. They've got like 15 points for five. So yeah. you're now looking at... Let's just look at this in a you know, big picture. So obviously that's what we like to do here is look at everything. Like we, like I hate talking about leaks yeah. because it's kind of pointless. Until you have the entire picture, the entire book in your hand, it's very silly to start talking about leaks and things because so many things can change. So let's look at this. Chapter Master up 40 points. Yeah. If you yeah. take a Chapter Master, you pay a premium for it, 40 points yeah. extra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you need to take three units of Scouts to three units of Tactical Marines, that's another 45 points. Yeah. Yeah. So you're yeah. now looking at, in total, that is over the course of yeah. three lots of 15 is yeah. 45 so now you're looking at, you've just lost 85 points mm. off your top line yeah. of how many you can include. Yeah. That's, a, that's a unit you've just lost right there. But it also, okay? also means that like if you're right in your list and then the points get a little bit tight at the end and you're like, I really need this unit to go in, you, you start to think, how much do I need that chapter master? Yeah. Do I need this unit more? So you might not even see the chapter master all the time because people might think that like a few extra guns in a unit will be better. Hey, units win games, not characters. Yeah. Simple yeah, I just that. think it, I think scouts were sixty points. Uh, there's sixty points now, and tactical marines ninety. So that's 30, 90 points in just troops to get your minimum battalion. Two hundred seventy points of tactical marines now. Yeah, and that's it. And that's like your minimum spend. Yeah, because you need all those slots available. Yeah. So great, you're just losing that again, squeezing the efficiencies down, they're losing a unit, they're losing an aggressor, they're losing a Vanguard vet here, a eradicator yep. there, a blade guard there, perfect. So Excellent. But it might mean people might start looking at tactical marines and be like, well, how do I make an army of tactical marines? Like, like if I have to take these, how do yeah. I make them good? What? Sounds like heresy to me, taking tactical <laughs> marines, you well, crazy yeah. fool. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, but that would be great, right? Let's actually see some proper armies on the table. Yeah. Next up, this is a very uh, different topic, uh, but the World Team Championships. What does this mean for the World Team Champs? So if you're not familiar with the World Team Champs, on, I had these guys on the podcast uh, previously, and I've been very fortunate enough to play in what was called the ETC, and now it's the WTC, basically. I played in the singles events there, and then I also captained the United Nations team. Why is this so important? Because this is the World Team Championships of Warhammer 40k, the best players arguably in the world will go and play there. They'll be selected to play for their country and then they will, you know, get to basically show off what they can do. But the great thing about the WTC is that they say you can only have one player of your team of eight using one codex. Okay, so now this book means that the difference between a WTC if there wasn't COVID, yeah. because obviously it got cancelled, we would have probably saw one player on Blood Angels, one player on Space Marines, one player on Dark Angels, one player on Space Wolves, yeah. because you could, right? Now, no, 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 no. This means that for the WTC, we're only going to see one Adeptus Astarte player, which I think is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, the best it. Space Marine player from every single country will get to use this book in their favourite chapter, yeah. which is excellent. Yeah. Which means then the seven other options are going to have to be a Chaos, a, uh, a Gene Stealer, okay. whatever, whatever we it's want, great. right? We've got more variety in the game. Yeah. And I would love to see more team events in the future. Yeah. I would really like to see that because, oh my God, it's just so it much flavour. It means that on, when you look at all those tables, like across the room, 
it's not just going to be Variation. Space Marines versus Space Marines. You're going to see those armies and those those lists that you just don't see yeah. anymore at all. Yeah. Just because people will be like, oh, like we don't normally take a GNC of the core player on our team, but it might be worth putting them in because they're really good against fighting Elder or yeah. something like that. Just so you could just chuck them in as a good counter unit. So we're going to go on to our next segment ever so shortly, but we're going to dive into the chat and answer your questions. So Obsidian said, tell me about what you're doing with the Raven Guard post-aggressors, Jack. What are you thinking there? Um, so Raven Guard, um, Vanguard Vets. I've got two big blocks in. I've got still got unit aggressors in there. Yep. But with the Flamers, with the Redeploy Warlord traits, I can bring them up turn one. And I put that on an Apothecary. Yep. So six to feel no pain. Bring them up into the midboard with the flamers, 12 inch range. Um, because I don't have to make a decision if I want to stand, stand far and double shoot, mm -hmm. I'm advancing. I'm, I'm moving and flaming, charging. Yeah. So you, really get you can play in all phases of the game there. Yeah. You're also using some Vanguard bets. You've got Lightning Claws. Yes. Oh, no. They, we're going to touch on these at the end, aren't we? Yeah. But um, there's some Lightning Claws got good. David said, Whirlwinds are so much better than Thunderfire now. It's suppression, fire strat is amazing. We're going to talk about uh, why next segment. in our next segment, I don't like it, uh, but we'll come on to that shortly. Um, Jack Davis said, I'm thinking support weapons more than Dark Reapers, to be honest, can't see Rangers. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the support vehicles are okay. Unfortunately, they hemorrhage, <laughs> hemorrhage secondary yeah. choices like you wouldn't believe. They're very static, and I do love Dark Reapers. I mean, oh... I'm thinking 30 Dark Creepers with Magman Ra and then 30 Fire Dragons. Oh, that'd be some tasty combos right there. Yeah. Cool. You take them all I'm going to make you take that list. Yeah. You, yeah. Take, you yeah. take the Craft World when. I'll take it. Okay, I'll take, take the Craft World when you disembark from a, a Wave Serpent, you get to reroll once. So you just literally just blitz across the table turn one. So we've got Hewis said. Um, Oh, sorry, Dave, he, uh, this is in terms of the Judaser. He can protect the 30mm base model if they are base-to-base -base with the Judaser. Cool. Someone's, someone's done his homework. Someone's yeah. checked it already. Good. So Thank fantastic. You. So this now means, cool, uh, you need to ask your opponent. If they haven't declared, their intent is for your Judaser to be basing there the back of their aggressor. If they do not declare that intent and you look down and you check their model and they are not touching then yeah. they are not going to get that aura. So just stay in point nine, and then you're fine. Could a five-man unit surround one Judica? Or would there be a gap appear? Maybe. We'll have a look at that. Um, yeah, we can look. We can yeah. do a little video. We'll probably put it in the academy as like an advanced yeah. tactic in terms of how these auras will work. But again, um, yeah, really, really nice. And this is why it's so important to declare your intent. So look, I don't hate Judas's, so if you're running one, just declare to your opponent, I'm basing my aggressors. When I move, now this also means if you advance your aggressors, if you're a white scar, right, and you don't roll enough on your advance from the Judas, and he literally cannot make it to base. You go in the next turn and you pick him up. Yeah. There. You go straight in. You got that opportunity. Yeah. So next up, um, we've got Hugh said, um, okay, well, the, just want to say the Necron book is stunning. Absolutely. We will do a Necron review as well, but obviously we thought we would tackle the Marines first. Um, uh, trans transhuman, I guess, uh, can also be used on primary vehicles like the Invictus, which seems unintentional potentially. Um, Thomas has said, Love that you actually waited until you actually have analyzed the big picture and therefore not just read the PDFs up yet. Thank you for it. No, that's exactly what we try and do, Thomas. Is look, we try to be a competitive channel that's 
not just going to tell you what's broken, but we really want to, you know, discuss the big picture. Look at yeah. it. There's no point just missing the wood for the trees, as I like to say. Yeah. So we like to bring everything in together so we can give you a balanced, fair approach. Because we want to support all aspects of the hobby. I want all factions to do well. Um, you know, I play loads of different factions, so I want to be able to just... I love playing 40k. Like It's so good for my mental health. I love it. It makes brings me loads of fun. So I want to be able to go, cool, I want to play that army today, and I want to put it on the table and have good fun with it. Yeah. Okay. So you, you can transhuman on the vehicle. Yep. It could be a mistake, but they've also just given that to Necron vehicles. So maybe yeah. it's, it, it's, it's FAQ watch, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. But it could be intentional. I would have loved it if they just built that into the Land Raider. Yeah. Oh, big call there. Ooh, that'd be tasty. Next, next specific thing for that. Come on, GW. <laughs> give transhuman inbuilt to Land Raiders. Let's see them back on the table. I want us to have three. Uh, Hugh said, unsure if you guys are doing questions, but if you'll give a uh, fight twice to certain chapters in the supplements, maybe, maybe mm -hmm. like Blood Angels or something. Um, but if it, if it goes, I'm guessing it'd be locked to a, a unit. specific units, yeah. Yeah. Um, Apollo uh, 111 said, what happened with your Gravis army now? It's on Steven? eBay. <laughs> it's on eBay. <laughs> There is a video somewhere of him out, out back just wailing on it with a hammer. <laughs> you mean my 15 aggressor list? Yeah, that fluffy one. That real fluffy yeah. one. Um, to be honest, it's on the shelf. It looks beautiful. And I'm probably going to be bringing it to a table near you soon. So yeah. uh, do not worry. Well, what we might just do is just play a real fluffy game. Mm. We're going we're gonna to reenact the uh, the uh, Damnos campaign and we'll just do Ultramines versus Necrons. What's he talking I don't know, mate. I've right, got no clue. Read a book. Or an audiobook. Listen. So in Ultramarines, and there's a great bit well, in anyway, Damnos. When where, you say when you say read a book. Yeah. A Warhammer book. <laughs> right. There okay. There's uh, a great bit, right, where Calgar picks up one of those Doom Arc things and then just yeah. starts shooting other Necron things. Brilliant. I love Hugh's next two comments. Yep. He's uh, so he's he's read two he spent two hours reading a Necron book, 30 minutes on the uh, Space Marine book, and he's gone. He's gone in big. He's so, gone in big. So Necrons are stronger. Oh, big call there, Hugh. But then he's Hugh. also then caveated yeah. that by I didn't really read the Marine book. Love it, love it. Stick with your convictions. <laughs> stick with it, Hugh. Now Hugh, Hugh's on our academy, but so I am going to give him some stick here. But there are a lot of Warhammer trolls out there, right? <laughs> and uh, this is like a classic. Steve, you don't know what you're talking about when it comes to Blood Angels. I don't play the game, but you're wrong. Mm. Okay, cool. Or, right. Math Hammer says this. Mm. Yeah. And um, we all know that Math Hammer does not apply to when you roll a test. <laughs> Math Hammer is a tool. It's not, it's not the game. Math Hammer abandons reality when me and him play a game. <laughs> I, we, played a, we played another game system last night. Steve nearly killed me with my own dice. Mm. I was like, probability to hell with you. Uh, Giuseppe, so, so glad you mentioned the WTC change. It's huge for a team tournaments, TOing one in November. Absolutely. Um, I think it's going to be fantastic. So, uh, yeah. Incognito said, you realise the mask doesn't help much if you're still that close. Um, Jack and Joe are both in a support bubble. So, yeah, um, and also... Um, where where we are in the, in the the building we're working at, it's still it's law. Everyone has to wear a mask all the time. Yeah. So although we are in a support bubble together, because we live singly, so it's fine. But yeah, that's we just have to wear it because of the uh, 
your interactions here in the building. Um, and also we wanted to show our support for you know wearing a mask as well. So that's kind of why, although yeah, technically we wouldn't need to because we are in that support bubble. Um, Alberto has said, any thoughts on Dark Angels, Terminators now, permanent I transhuman physiology seems broken. Do have an opinion on this. Go on. I think lots of people got very excited about it very quickly. Yep. Remember, Terminators yeah, are... Yeah, Ben Jones. <laughs> yeah, Terminators are still very slow. Yeah, and also, that this FAQ, for them, is only going to be relevant for a month so at it, most. It could, it could be out, and they go, oh yeah, it is broken, and it's whipped away. Yeah. So I wouldn't go out and rush out and buy 30 Terminators, unless mm. you're looking at a founding chapter, or, and, and, or if you like them. Yeah, if you love them, when, great. When did the FAQ come out, Wednesday? Yeah. Thursday, I, Games Workshop had a yeah. very good payday. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it is good. You can still play around transhuman. You can still kill them. Oh yeah. Um, Put more shots in. But at that point, you could play the game. If you've got thirty terminators, that's about your list yeah. with a few if characters, you, and you just play around it. Thing is, though, don't kill them. If you absolutely love Deathwing and Terminators, it's like your favourite army. It's like my moment has finally come. Yeah. yeah. You can really, you can really enjoy it, but I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't rush out and buy yeah. loads now. I the role that I'm looking at for Deathwing Terminators. Or just is they're going to come in from deep strike using the Ravenwing trick, smash into objective and hold it for the rest of the game. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not going to take 30. Yeah. Yeah. And I, so with the, the Death Watch, I've got an Indominus box, like still on sprue, loads of Death Watch sprues <laughs> at home. And I saw that FAQ and I was like, just slide those out <laughs> of the window of my house. But I'm just going to wait till the book comes out and then I'll make my decision on what I do with them. Hugh said, in seriousness, do you feel it's even worth building Blood Angel list right now if you aren't playing the event before the end of the year. Um, I still think it's worth it, okay? And we were gonna talk about how to prepare for change mentally. So if you read any review so far from any YouTuber that I've seen, everybody said Blood Angels are in the bin, they've been hit with the Nerf bat, blah 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 Okay, there's been a lot of salt in the Blood Angel group specifically. They've lost a lot of their tricks, a lot of their toys. So, here's the thing. Here's my opinion. As a Blood Angel player, I've written a list straight away. And everything, this goes back a little bit deeper than just this Blood Angel Codex. And I was telling you this last night. I've had a few bad things happen to me in my life, okay? As we all probably have. And what you can either do is let that control you or you can take an action to change it there will be a silver lining in there so what i did was i took that mentality and i thought right what is the space marine book giving me okay and a lot of the tools that i didn't have in the space in the blood angel book space marines have given me okay so i've got rid of the tools i didn't need or now are redundant or not needed and i've replaced it with tools that i did need my Blood Angel list, I'm confident to say that if I went to a tournament, I would still do very, very well with it. Would I win the tournament? Well, I wouldn't know that anyway. It'd be very arrogant for me to say I'd win a tournament, but I'd have a very high possibility of succeeding my usual win rate, I would say. So I don't think it would impact my play style. I don't think it would really impact how I play the game. It wouldn't really impact how I score. So I still feel like my success at the table would be roughly the same Blood Angels a week ago to Blood Angels now, I feel like um, I'm still in a great place. So absolutely, write a new list, 
and I'm going to be doing a lot more videos in detail about my Blood Angel list. And I think it's getting familiar to the new points of what fits in the list yeah. as well. Get used mm. to that because you'd hope that there won't be too many points changes with this Blood Angels because it's before Christmas, isn't it? Yeah. So you probably get used to what fits in Warlord Traits Relics and look at that. Um, Test a load of stuff out. Yeah. And mm. then go, cool, well, that's, I tried that. Loaded junk, actually. Mm. I'll put this in. Oh, Space Marine supplements give me some new toys. Well, cool. Well, actually, this list was really working. Let's keep 80% of it and I'll trial out 20% of the new shiny stuff, right? Mm. Rather than going, oh, new shiny, new book, what, what, you know, you'd be heads a mess. So, my yeah. gut feeling is lots of the character data sheets are probably in their fi near their final form. Yeah. Um, but I think they just plucked out a few stratagems just to give you something. Yeah. Um, and they may rush that a little bit. But I think, yeah, as you say, crack on. Try, try some stuff. So, let's move on to the next segment uh, of the show. Um, here we go. So we've got problems. So this section of the show, um, problems, FAQs, question areas that yeah. we see. So look, we're not saying any of this is broken, but it could be a problem for the future or something that we'd like GW to look at. The first one on, on our list is Inceptors, so Plasma Inceptors. They had a slight points increased, but they have the Blast keyword. Mm. I think they're, I think they're fine. You think they're fine? <laughs> that's, <laughs> shock horror. That's, uh, that's funny. Um, Go, I think, well, come on. What's your, what's your real opinion? No, so yesterday we had a quick test game from what we knew. Um, Necrons v Space Marines. Yeah. And my plasma receptors one shot at a unit of Lich Guard. Yeah. Um, Why is that? Because I got max shots because it's only unit six. So, so they I get five, five guys. Yep. Six shots each, with a chapter master re rolls. Mm. Um, so 30 shots in on threes, three rolling, really on threes. Um, the problem is they get two guns, yeah. each one is D3. If they had one plasma gun, which was D6, it would be okay. Yeah. Or, right? or if it was, because um, the, the aggressors, it's it's not two guns, it's a set of guns. Yeah. So it's the gauntlets, you buy them as a set. Yeah. So if you bought the plasma buy as a set, set which were D, with like two I'm, D3, then you, your, own, your minimum's going to be three shots. I think in all honesty, they have no business on the blast keyword. No. Whatsoever. I just don't. When you compare that model to a destroyer, plasma destroyer, roughly the same points, roughly the same toughness, mount wounds, the Inceptor's much faster, which is great. You can put a lot more buffs on it, but one's got a D6 shotgun, so if that's shot against a unit of... So let's say you took five destroyers versus five plasma Inceptors, one of them is going to get a minute. So the five-man unit of destroyers is going to get a minimum of 15 shots. Yeah. The other one's going to get a minimum of 30 shots. That's the power difference. Six man, six man. Yeah, two six man yeah, yeah. shooting each other. Because they won't get the blast word, yeah. Mm. No, not, no, sorry, not shooting oh, each other, oh. just shooting against okay, a target yeah, yeah. of six or more models. Yeah. 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 Mm. So let's say they were shooting against that Lich Guard Fair unit. Enough. Sorry, yeah, I didn't say yeah. that properly. Yeah, so let's say you've got five destroyers shooting against ten Lich Guard, whatever. They're going to get 15 shots, but the Inceptors are going to get 30 shots. Yeah. Double the power. So mm -hmm. that blast keyword on D3 weapons, I think, in my opinion, has to go. Mm -hmm. It should just be D6 weapons get blast. D3s need to be out the window. Or, I, or I would they, love to see that change across the board. Or they go to two instead of, instead of max. Or flat yeah. two, yeah. 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 Just a flat two shots if you're shooting six or more. Yeah. Um, I've always felt like it was a, a mechanic that didn't quite fit right thematically. Um, so I'd really like it just to be D6. So that's my personal thing, so I'd love to see a question mark over that. 
Next up is blade guard. Now obviously the biggest problems with blade guard and also eradicators is now you can take up to six man units, but I think we'll just see five man units. Yeah. Problems with blade guard is that they are so resilient mm -hmm. and there are some crazy combinations you can put with blade guard and now you can put one unit in an impulsor with a character and before it was okay when it was only a three man because you could kill one off yeah. and then shoot the character. character. Yeah. But now you can't. you now got to kill three, at least, if you've got a five-man unit before you can target the character. And killing three blade guard is no easy feat when they've got a two-plus save and a four-plus invulnerable save. So I'm really hoping that if we start to see 15 blade guard on the table every single game, it's going to become incredibly boring. I think blade guard is just too cheap. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that's the only thing in these fixing. They're just way too cheap for what they do and how defensive they can be. Yeah. So I think they need a slight points increase. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because there's some some like the I looked at like the Salamander version of them, and they're they're crazy. So the Salamander version gets a two up save. They ignore my, minus one AP. So if they're in cover, they've got a a one up save, ignoring that minus one. Yeah. And you can put transhuman on them to do win them on fours, and you can get, you can increase their toughness yeah. as well. So it's and if you wanted to, you could pass any wounds that you do to them onto another unit, so they're not budging from anywhere. I the next one. Yep. We're on, we've we've had a bit, a bit of a debate about. Yes. Because I think eradicators are going to play themselves out of the meta. Okay. Because. If, if someone starts taking 15 eradicators, tanks won't be seen. Okay, so let's cover the problem first, right? And then we'll go over your question. Yeah, yeah. yeah but we have had a debate about this, yeah. me and Jack. So eradicators, we've seen, since we've been able to play tournaments, we've seen nine eradicators. We've seen three units of three eradicators because it's very, very strong. They point, they click it, anything, right? Whether it's a uh, uh, ghost kill, whether it's a unit of aggressors, whether it's an impulsor, a vein blade. Anything that's not chaff or Any, um, yeah. horde. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Now, they if they fire at the same target, they get to shoot twice. When you are trying to point value a unit that can shoot twice, it's extremely difficult because if it goes to its max size unit and you then put all the busting abilities on it, like chapter masters and all that other stuff that you can put on a big unit, that unit becomes ridiculous, right? Absolutely crazy good. The problem is, if you take any less at a higher points cost, so if you just put the points up of eradicators, it means you have to take six, you have to put all the buffs on it to make it viable. You might not want to do that, so therefore you don't take eradicators, right? So they therefore don't have a place. But at the moment, at their points cost, they're so cheap for what they do with the power output that they can double shoot, um, it's just so ridiculous that I really feel like we are going to see a list with, and I mean, I already put this list together to see if it even fit, but 15 Blade Guard and 15 Eradicators, Kalgar, Tigerius in a three units of Infiltrators, it fits in a list, and that is horrendous amount of firepower. So I really worry about the fact that we won't see vehicles, which I don't want to happen in the game because Eradicators exist. You there sort of said, actually, we might see a shift then in the meta, because yeah. if, if Eradicators become a thing, vehicles won't even be in the game. 
None of us want that, right? No, no. no. Which I do agree with, but still, when you've got one eradicator with a multi-melter that's get packing out four shots, and then the other, let's say, four guys are packing out eight shots, that still looks at a Primaris Intercessor squad and goes, that's dead. It still looks at a unit of Necrons and goes, that's dead. Scorpec, for example. Yeah, yeah, it will still blast through I, so much. I think... My opinion is the plasma receptors are ten times worse than those eradicators. Yeah, yeah I mean they're both. <laughs> you can dance because the eradicators are slow. They are, yeah. And, um, you can play around them. Hmm. You shr- you struggle to get out of the range of the plasma receptors because of the the speed of them. Yeah. Um, but you got now with strategic reserves and I'm, stuff. I'm not too worried about if someone's taking fifteen eradicators. I'm not. I'm not overly concerned about it. Unless it's salamanders, then I guess we're silly. So but I I personally feel like the eradicators, GW, keep them at the same points cost, keep them with the same rule set, take them down to three man only. Like they did when the sisters book came out, mortifiers, you could take big units of mortifiers, yeah. and they quickly turned around and said, no, you can only take up to four extra in a unit, whatever. Please, GW, take eradicators back down to just maximum squad size of three, and I think they'll exist in an ecosystem which isn't ridiculous, like like we've got with suppressors. Why why are we not allowed to take six you know or eliminators, six, or yeah. eliminators yeah. right? It means that then actually we're going to start to see some varied builds. We're not just going to see spam the, the same model. We will see now. There's a choice. Do I take three eradicators or do I take three um, eliminators? Eliminators. And what what am I taking? Yeah. But otherwise, it's just like, well, I'm just going to take eradicators and I'm going to fill my boots with as many models in that as I possibly can. We don't want that. Make a Space Marine player choose their units, make them use their brain in the list discussion, in the list building phase, put them in as a toolbox piece, and I think eradicators will be perfect, but it's six-man units, big old problem. The next thing is the current wording on the ATV and the apothecary. So what's the problem with it, Jack? At the moment, the ATV has the bike keyword. So, so the apothecary can A, heal it, yep. and B, bring one back a turn. And they're quite cheap for their points. Um, it's just an immediate FAQ watch. Yeah, it's There's been lots of chatter about on, on the internet about it. And I think the community at large all agrees that it should not be able to be returned and healed. Mm-hmm. Um, how they do it... Don't know if they remove the bike keyword, give it a vehicle keyword, whatever. But I, I wouldn't rush mm. out and potentially build a list around that, that many, mechanic. How many points is it? It's like 80, 85 yeah. points. But the, 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 on the other, the flip side of it, if you give it the vehicle keyword, will then no one take it because then you're giving up loads and loads of points on bringing yeah. it down. It, it might the apothecary might just ex- explicitly exclude ATVs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Fine. But I think it will go. Um, or bring it back an 80, 80, 80 85 point model for free. How many wounds has an outrider got? Four wounds? Yeah. Okay, cool. We just need to say an apothecary can bring back an infantry or bike model up to the maximum of four wounds. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Like simple. Yeah. Problem solved. Yeah. So that means if there's any other things that come out in the future, you know, we're not going to have a five wound bit of kick pop back to life yeah. um, or a six wound or ten wound. It doesn't yeah. need to happen, okay? So. Um, yeah, I think that would just be a simple fix. Like you said, let's not go out and buy ATVs. Like, Unless you like them. Yeah. I mean, and you want to run them. Don't spam them. But thinking, don't buy them on the, because you're planning to use the Apothecary to bring it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you might get disappointed. Because otherwise, what I would do is take a uh, Sanguinary Priest with Blood Angels, Dante, 
18 of the, is it, what's the most, most I can take? Nine? So you take nine. Yeah. So I take nine ATVs, the whole thing can move forward, I bring them back to life, get all the re-rolls from Dante. Yes. Beautiful. So that's not my Blood Angel list, by the way, before you start <laughs> thinking that is, okay? Yeah. But, you know, anyway. Um, so the whirlwind. Like we said, <laughs> Games Workshop, you gave the Judaser to Marines and they did not need it. So you took that away, which was beautiful. Yeah. And you said, look, you're going to have to work for it, Space Marines. But now you've said, it's okay, have this tank and it can yeah. shoot something and make it fire last. Yeah. So, and, and it shoots the entire length of the board. So it's not as bad as the Judicar in its previous because... No, it's not as bad. You've got to pay for resources. You've got to spend, a you spend a CP. Yeah. And you, you have to shoot it. You have to shoot it. So if you've not had a chance to shoot it, yeah. you can't make someone fight last. Yeah. Mm. Um, or in you could play around it. It's, it's still very, very strong. It's nowhere near as good as the Judicar was, though. It does mean you're going to need to have two combat threats, because it can only shoot at one of them, yeah. so at least you've got another one that can do something. Yeah, thank God they took away double fire. <laughs> thank God they took away double fire, because then you'd need three combat yeah. units. But it just means that now, like, let's say that guard player with six Bulgrin, they're an obvious choice for that fight last. So I don't feel like they really needed it because Marines have the inbuilt durability to take yes. a punch, right? Yeah. They're a Marine, they can take a punch. Let's not make them super quick in like, I don't know. They, um, they didn't need it. It's very good, but it's not. It's still a tone down from the, the last position of the Judica. Yeah, but the problem is now with the Judicer and the Whirlwind and the Collector's Assassin, which I love, Oh, it'll just be you. No one's fighing. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's fighting. Yeah, I tell you what, you can you can fight in three turns time. Okay, yeah. that's and what it just means do. that combat armies that aren't space marines are just in in trouble again. Uh, it just it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, at least with that one you can play around it. You can. So at least it's not all doom and gloom, but it's still very good and but probably you, unnecessary. But if you're a combat army, take two of that unit now. Okay, that will yeah. solve a lot of your problems. And it takes some artillery that can kill a whirlwind. That's yeah. another option. Yeah. So or, there's, there's ways to counter it. If you're in deep strike, you can't be even shot by it. Yeah. Cool. So, Very nice. There you go. Yeah, beautiful. So I'm, I'm going to return my whirlwind because I've just been, I've just got, I know I'll get around it now. Yeah. But no. So yeah, so you're you're not going to worry about it um, with your Gene Stealer Colt. So yeah, come in from deep strike or reserve, yeah. kill it with your artillery, yeah. get a cheeky alpha strike on or tap two combat units or yeah. bleed them as CPs elsewhere. Does yeah. it? So there are ways, but it's still ridiculous. Does it affect units with the fly keyword? I'm pretty sure. Because obviously tremor shells didn't. I'm pretty sure you, you do what you want with it, to be honest. So next up, while Jack's looking at that, is the chaplain litany that gives plus one to wound. On a combat unit, I don't like it. And the reason for that is because it basically I'm makes... I'm smiling at the ear. <laughs> well, it's just not... We don't want chaplain abilities that essentially give another chapter's ability to it. So what you're saying is, look, Raven Guard unit or White's Guard unit, it's okay. You can be a Blood Angel for a turn or you can be this unit. You know, it, it takes away the whole purpose of having that chapter. So apart from just the colour scheme, the thematic, the lore and all that kind of stuff, which is great. But still, I really feel like Litany should be different to all the other chapter abilities so that we're not having this kind of crossover effect. Um, suppression Fire, you just got a legible target, you got to hit it. So okay. You can't do it on characters, okay. so that's another way you can get around it. Mm -hmm. um, and you can't overwatch as well. Okay. But 
but it could be a knight or whatever. Yeah. 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 Could yeah. be a Titanic. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I don't think FAQ watch. I would. I would love Titanic. You know, a knight's not going to get hit. Yeah. Bill will. He's not going to be bothered by that. It's just. Brush it off, off the shoulder. shoulder, he ain't gonna be like, I, No, yeah, I you could already see that happening, couldn't you? Straight yeah. FAQ, not Titanic, maybe yeah, vehicle, absolutely. So, yeah. That big knight yeah. is just on the floor, suppressed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's all a bit much. Hit me now, go on, have a go. Um, anyway, so yeah, uh, this next one you can take up to four warlord traits. In 2,000 points. In a 2,000 point game. Now, that does mean two Warlord traits have to be on the same character mm -hmm. if your supplement has it. But four Warlord traits can get a little bit crazy with yeah. some of the crossovers from some of the other books that are out there. Because, like, Blood Angels, Space Wolves, and that lot just said, look, you ain't having your codex anymore. Here's an FAQ until you get your supplement. But all the others, like Ultras, Raven Guards, Salamanders, still exist in this ecosystem. And there are some crazy, ridiculous combos that you can... Which GW may not have even play-tested, yeah. which they're going to have to watch out for in, let's say, three months' time because it's going to take a bit of play-testing. And the people that are looking for those efficiencies are going to find it. And we're going to end up with four Warlord traits on the table, which just is going to be a headache to keep track of. Yeah. And a headache to manage. What warlord's this one? And what ability? Yeah. It's like, well, you know when you play knights, and it's yeah. like, well, what does this one do? And what one does this one do? And what, what? That's okay because there's only four models. But when it's like an army, and then it's just all these characters that have got different warlord traits and buffs yeah. and abilities, it's going to get so yeah. crazy as an yeah. opponent to keep a track of. So please watch out for that. And it doesn't become a challenge in the list building step either. Because you're like, I've got options. Instead of being like, oh, I've got a selection of like good warlord traits, which ones do I take for my oh, own? Which one do I? Yeah, <laughs> I'll just take them all. It doesn't matter. One of each. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so again, plenty more questions, which is great, but we'll keep powering through. Um, so we've, next up, we've got um, Heavy Intercessors. With a six plus feel no pain from an apothecary. Heavy Intercessors, why do I think this is a problem? Because you can fit 60 of them in a list. <laughs> That's 180 wounds on the table with a ridiculous amount of firepower, yeah. getting a six plus fill no pain, T5. T5, three wounds each, 180 wounds you have to get through. Bear in mind, you're gonna get a 17% extra amount of wounds because you've got the fill no pain. Uh, and the apothecary is gonna bring back two of those models a turn. You're gonna get two and models. Heal. And you're probably gonna get a five plus invulnerable save in there or whatever chapter you've gone for. Yeah. Raven guard, stealthy, I don't know. Yeah. It could be a problem. It could be. Because you can take units of 10, I'd have loved to them just to be units of 6. Yeah. Units of 6, so the maximum you can take then is 36 of them. Uh, troops, so you can take as many as you want. Yeah, but you'd have to unlock more detachments, yeah. right? So oh, you'd, have to, yeah. you'd have to pay more CP yeah. then. Yeah. That means extra points into characters that yeah. you have to take. I'd have liked it to be up to 6-man units with the Gravis. Um, but that could be a problem. We'll wait and see. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong. I hope I am, but it's a question mark. Maybe they need a points increase, potentially. But again, let's get them on the table. Let's see what happens. I love the model. I think it's quality. Yeah. And I'm definitely getting some for my Ultras because I've got a Gravis Ultra-themed yeah. army anyway, so they're going straight in. But um, I, I'm, I'm just a little bit like, okay, what's the, what's that, how's that going to shake things out? Um, the other thing that is still a problem is picking secondaries against them. 
Marines yeah. because I think actually because we're not going to see as many Marine vehicles we're not even going to get that opportunity for bring it down potentially um, and I'd love a secondary introduced that takes one you, you know like the one where we said it before on the numerous thin things their ranks. thin their ranks you get a point for every model slain well with, let's take the heavy intercessor list that I've just mentioned you've only got 60 models on the table right so you have six points you're going to get six points yeah you, you <laughs> for all that work. For all yeah, that work. Yeah. You literally can't take but, any killing secondary. But there's 180 them. wounds on the table. Yeah. yeah. Whereas you, you compare that to a horde army like orcs that could have... 180 like, boys. 180 boys. Yeah. And you're going to give... You only have to kill half that army pretty much and max out that yeah. secondary. Um, and they're way easier to kill yeah. than that. So I'd love to see at one point for every wound. Yeah. So every heavy incessor you kill gave you three points. So if you killed literally, I don't know, three of them, a yeah. unit, you would get a point, basically. Or, which seems or, fair. Which I think is cool. That's um, fine. Yeah. And you remove the vehicle component from Thin Their Ranks as and well. You, and you remove the vehicle and the monster aspects, which yeah. bike infantry. Swarms based, except yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. I think that'd be a really nice change. Um, and we've already mentioned about some the new codexes with the old supplement books, like the Raven oh, Guards. Some would, crazy combos in there, I right? would be prepared... Because typically they bring an FAQ two weeks out after the codex. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if the supplements are also FAQ'd at that time. Or if not, there probably will be one coming um, once more games have been played and some of these combos have come up to the ether and got out there and go, ah, that's not what we intended. It's yeah. too good. Sorry, guys, your supplement needs a, needs a step back until you get your new one. Yeah, absolutely. So um, let's have a little quick look at the secondaries now. So this this codex has brought in three new secondaries. How many secondaries did the Necron book get? Four. Three, four. Four. So they got four. The the ones in this book are all from another category that's already in the main book. Yeah. Yeah. So these aren't like which I found interesting. I actually thought they would be you could pick second, one from a category. Space Marine category, yeah. but it's not they actually fit into Purge or No Mercy with No Respite or whatever mm. it is. On first glance. They're still just as hard to achieve as the one in the book. Yeah, they... They're not auto-takes, which is no, great. I love okay. that. They're, they're okay. okay. Yeah, I'm happy with what they've done. It's more... There's and more the, options there. And that means that, thankfully, for everyone else whose codexes we don't know is coming out, is that you're not at a disadvantage because someone's got a codex. Yeah. Which I was really worried about. That, yeah. Oh, great. My Necron player's got his codex. He's got 15 secondary points. Yeah. Mm. It's not like that. They are nice alternatives um, that situationally might, might be useful. Mm. Yeah, typically, but, you're probably looking at yeah. the they, they all tend to sit on the more thematic side than they do on the competitive side. It's yeah. like they've, they've got like, how do we fit... For those people that like to play the like chapter-approved missions, how do we make it more narrative kind of thing? How do they get well, to put a story in? Shock tactics, for example, you basically you get points if you clear somebody off an objective that your opponent held. Yeah. For me as a Blood Angel player, happy days. Yeah. That's a great one for me to take. Uh, there's one there which is oaths of moments where basically if you've got one that wants to go into the middle of the table yeah. and you know you need to use your characters this game, again, for me, for Blood Angels, because I, I don't want to take while we stand we fight in yeah. every single game, it gets a bit boring. Yeah. I got some other choices there, yeah. which so I think there's some nice variances in there. You know, it means that we could see Death Watch with ones which are really good at killing Xenos. Yeah. Could be some stuff like that. 
Um, so I think it's gonna, it's, it's just enough. It's not too many to remember because I was worried that if GW brought out six to nine secondaries, no, per, yeah. you're gonna be like, oh, what secondaries that you're taking? And even we've made mistakes before where we've accidentally picked two from the same category. Mm -hmm. Um, so we've made those mistakes before and all of a sudden it'd be like, oh, but that one is actually this and you get to the end of the game and you're like, hang on a minute, mate, you've picked two from No Mercy, No Respite, although one came from your book, one, so I'm glad it's only three, it's easy to remember, brilliant. Um, and I think getting some nice little cards made up would be great as well. So, should we jump into the chat? Yeah, we'll jump into the chat, yep, and absolutely. We've got, we've got one segment left, haven't we? We've got one segment left after this and this is our like top picks of... Our favourite chapter topic, uh, yeah. favourite chapter combo. Top combos, yeah, yeah, coming up next. So let's have a little quick look here. Um, can you field 60 heavy incessors? You can because they're troops. Um, and somebody's worked out it's 1,680 points. Um, mm. <laughs> yeah, got space shiver down the spine. You've got space for your three characters in yeah. there quite nicely. Well, you do, yeah. You've yeah. got space for Gulliman and... Uh, Get a Libby in there. Part of England. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, I hope I can get away with not running heavy incestors. I'm not fond of Gravis. They are they slow. I think not every army is going to take them because they don't fit all play styles. But yeah. We're talking yeah. about that's a heavy skew list. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think they've still got place that, you know, you can put yeah. them on a backfield objective and they'll hold it. Yeah. But intercessors are great. They shoot, they shoot yeah. twice. Well, yeah. ta tactical Marine's still good. Great nice troop choice. Mm -hmm. Cheapest chips, two wounds each, still like good objective, yeah. happy days. I, I wrote a Salamanders list, it's only got 20 of them, but in four squads of Reasonable. four squads of five, and then I've got a 10-man intercessor squad, just for the rapid-fire strat, because I know yeah. they can just come on the side of the board and shoot twice. Yeah, so you, you know, You're not forced down that road. Lovely job. Yeah. Nathan Campbell said, do chapter litany still exist? This was Where's, the one. So, are they in, they're in Psychic they're, Awakening? They were in Faith and Fury. Fury. Yeah. yeah. Faith and Fury they were in. I don't know if it says in there if you still get access oh, to it. Leave it I, don't think I don't think you do. I don't think you do. Well, I haven't seen it. Because I'm pretty sure, didn't they say in a Warhammer community article that all the Psychic Awakening supplements are kaput? What, for Marines? For Marines. Potentially, yeah. There's, there's an FAQ of Psychic Awakening that came out on the same day yeah. as the big FAQ for everyone else. Yeah. Um, so the answer should be in there. I will check if it says anything on the Litany's page. I'm still getting used to the layout. Uh, so there was no nothing added here. For, I've just looked at Faith and Fury. There's nothing been changed on that. On the So I'm not sure. Not sure. But I'm sure when new supplements come out and things... Blood Angels will get them. Jack, I just need you in the shot a little bit. Sorry. You just that's all right, mate. No, he's worries. been balled off. He's yeah. walked off, mate. Uh, somebody said no. Psychic Awakening is dead for Marines. No access to Faith and Fury, I believe. Yeah, um, but you can still get the double litanies and things like that. There's still loads of great choices in that book. Um, so yeah, so I think the litanies have got better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're more like the Chaos Space Marine ones, where they are more. They're more generic. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, anyway, so the last segment of the show is our top unit combinations. Jack, give us your first one. Raven Guard, close to your heart. Yeah, so I love Raven Guard. I love the aesthetics, love the jump pack infantry. Mm -hmm. um, and now, with these Vanguard vets getting two wounds, they are very good, I think. Good job, we got 30 of them, innit? Yeah, I, was, I played 10 of them in 8th edition. 
Um, because of all the, the pre-game move strats and all that kind of stuff, they're a they're, they're, they're very good unit. Their major issue was their one wound and about um, for how many points they were. Yeah. Now they're doubly efficient with these two wounds. Did their points go up? Not really. Not really. Because yeah, they're they're, they're about three hundred with some special weapons and shields in. They're mm -hmm. roughly the same now, but you got the extra wound. Yeah, I'm um, definitely looking at thinking about bringing them back into my Blood Angels. Yeah. Um. So what is the Raven Guard combination? Give us your top combo so they can pre-game move. So I've got a Warlord that's got advance and charge, uh, or ability. Lovely. Um. I can spend a CP to pre-game move and advance as part of that. Yep. Um. And then I can... So you at this point, you're nine inches away from your opponent. Yes, basically. Okay, so you're nine inches away before your turn starts. Yeah, so if you've got turn one, you pre-game move straight up the board, and then you move again, you're in your enemy's deployment zone. You, you can almost charge whatever you want. Yep. Um, and you can do that with as many units as you want, because it's a pre-game strat, so you can keep using that. So you can do it with 30 Vanguard Vets. Yeah. Okay. I quite like it with the new Chaplain on bike, because... Um, Why is that? Because he can be a Warlord? He can be a Warlord. He can take... He's got great litanies... And he auto advances 20, so he can keep up. Yep. You, and don't, he, you don't have to worry about the advance roll on that character. Yep. He's going straight up, and he can advance the charge. So you know that you're going to get a 29-inch aura because of the Vox. Yes. So the Relic, to extend that out, you've got a 29-inch threat range from him yep. to the back of your one Vanguard model from vets, your Vanguard yeah. Vets. Use an aura ability, the re-roll wounds, yep. drop the stratagem, don't even risk rolling it. Yep. And turn one, you're hitting your opponent with 30 Vanguard Vets with yeah. Thunder Hammers and Storm Shields, well, maybe some Chainsaw, I, Power Fist. I quite like Power Fist because they're quite cheap, yeah. and Lightning Claws okay. are awesome. And we've, we've thought about another combo for Lightning Claws, so we'll come back to yeah. those. But let's just keep down this train of thought. You could put a Whirlwind in, Suppress yeah. Fire 1 unit, their big so, hard hitter. Yeah, so I like two units of Vanguard Vets. So if you get first turn, you spend a CP, you Whirlwind 1 unit, and then that means both of your units of Vanguard Vets hit first. Yeah. Beautiful. And you've got your aggressors that are pre-game moving. Yeah, it's a very CP. If you get the alpha, you spend majority CP straight away. Yeah. But you could do such a crippling blow, it might not matter. Yeah. And especially with your inceptors that you're using and the yeah. aggressors. Oh, that's ridiculous. So and I think that's I, a really yeah. scary combo yeah. that you're going to be on the receiving end of if you're up against a Raven Guard player. So you need to make sure... You make them go second. That at least helps you a little yes, bit yes. to play a game. You get a turn then, guys. You yeah. get a turn. Um, so next up is the White Scar. So Jack, I'll let you carry on with this because I know you're cool. a Vanguard Vet man. Go so on. again, it's Vanguard Vets. Yep. But White Scar is allowed to advance and charge. Yep. Um, there's relics to get plus one on all those move, advance, charge, etc. Um, and you stack them out with Lightning Claws. Okay, you why? Ten of them, Lightning Claws. Yep, so they've so now they... changed. So you get plus one attack per claw. So that is five attacks? Five attacks and a charge for a Vanguard Vet. Yep. So that's 50 atta 51 attacks. Yep, because you've got your Sergeant. Yep. And you drop two CP to an Assault Doctor in turn one. Okay. So that means you're now AP three. Minus three. And, and a White Scar, damage two. Damage two. Yeah. So uh, now you... And you're re-rolling wounds innately. Yep. Um, and you could get your Chaplain there to re-roll hits. Or a Band to get plus one to hit. I if, think at if, that point you might not need if it. You've got, if, you've got the <laughs> if you've got the Calm... He gives them plus one on the wound. Yeah, yeah, yes. That is horrible yeah. with those claws at two damage. Um, yeah. And, yeah. and I'm pretty sure uh, you can give player strategy on, on them for every six to hit, uh, either auto wounds or you get the one where you get ex 
I think, yeah, it's just oil wounds on sixes. So. You're real wounds, so. Yeah. But yeah, that might only be a yeah, it's, uh, it's, primary, it's so nasty. let's not. But um, wow, that is crazy. 50 yeah. attacks, re-rolling hits, re-rolling wounds, minus three, two damage, pick it up, son. Yeah, yeah get that know. off the table. Don't they're, even make me re-roll this. Their threat range is 30 inches. Yeah. Well, it'd be 30, probably 32 with the pluses on the relics yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. Absolutely Donald. scary. So, Joe, over to your next combination. Yeah. Salamanders. Tell us what it is. The Salamanders. It's near, nigh on unkillable unit. You can do it with Blade Guard or... Thunderhammer, Storm Shield, Terminators. Dealer's choice, yeah. basically, on this one. Um, because you get the minus one, um, you ignore the minus one AP, you've got a two up save, you can be in cover, you can put. Uh, so, the, the, let's break this down quickly. So, a durable unit with either three wounds or toughness five, something like that. Yeah. Um, but the, the key component here is a Storm Shield. Yeah, because okay. that gives you plus one to your save. Okay, so it has to, and ideally, probably a Primaris unit. Yeah. Because then, obviously, well, you can transhuman, you can transhuman them, yeah. but Terminators start on a 2 plus save anyway, so they go to a 1 plus. Yeah. How low can you get this save? So if you've got, so let's go with the Blade Guard. Yeah. So your Primaris, you've got Transhuman on, okay? It costs you 1 CP for this 5-man yeah. unit. The other stratagem, so let's talk about how... You can give yourself on, plus 1 toughness. So it can be toughness 5, yeah. Yeah. You can, um, if you have an apothecary near, nearby, you can get the six up, feel no pain yep. on top. You can make yourself a minus one to hit. Yeah, make yourself a minus one to hit. If you're on cover, you get um, you get the plus one. Okay, so you're in cover now. Yeah. Yep. So you, so, you get a one plus save now. Yeah, one plus save. Is there a spell? There is a psychic ability uh, which is um you can reduce your opponent's charge if they do want to come in so the psychic power is yeah. minus one to hit reduce charge yeah and i'm pretty sure there's one that gives them plus one to their save plus, as well there's plus one toughness plus one toughness. i don't think save okay and then oh, and then if you do take any wounds you can pass them over to someone else you can be like here have this i don't want it i, I think with, with that and then don't they have another stratagem which means you have to shoot the closest element yeah, so, unit so if you if for instance you're because well, if you are salamanders you're going to be having the characters you're going to be having your eradicators and you just line up your blade guard in front and then you go you can only shoot the blade guard you cannot shoot my unit of eradicators it's only one unit but that's fine because you just you just have one unit out one unit in both units are completely protected yeah and if you've got, um, you can double these up with things like like aggressors, like flamer aggressors. So if your opponent does want to charge you, those aggressors can overwatch yeah, over the top, and they're yeah. over the top and then charge you. Yeah. And you obviously, unless you charge those aggressors at the same time, they count as charging. So they get to strike first. It's a spicy meatball. It is. It's nice. Very very good unit. So, okay. Jack, back over to you with your Iron Hands. What is so, it? It's a little Dreadnought bundle. Oh, you do love your Dreadnoughts. The dread uh, so guys, yeah. so go on to Games Workshop, open a new cart, and uh, you're going to need the following. You're going to type in, what is the first unit? So this is about 700 points worth. 700 points. It's a, com a combo, yeah. a bundle deal, yeah. 700 points. What so is it? What's the first unit? A Master of the Forge. Master of the Forge. So Primaris Tech Marine goes in. Yep. So what he does is heals flat three. Lovely. Plus one strength and attack to Dreadnoughts. Take that. Oh, nice. Cracking. You take a Primaris Captain or Lieutenant. Or, either or, okay. Uh, and then you take three Redemptor Dreadnoughts kitted out as you like. Okay. And you put them in Iron Hands. Okay. So the reason you need a Captain or Lieutenant, they changed Wisdom of the Ancient Strap. 
to be, you can choose real hits of one or real wounds of one. Very nice. In an aura to mm -hmm. defend yeah. those dreadnoughts. So as an iron hand, they get inbuilt duty eternal because it's a dreadnought. Yeah. So minus one damage. Yeah. You're on a six that feel no pain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so that means you're reducing damage by one. You're then saving one sixty wounds that come through. So you become very resilient to be killed. And then if you don't die, you'll get repaired by the tech marine for yeah. a flat three. Can you and put an iron stone on on that cat one of those characters? I imagine that would be FAQ'd. Yeah. I don't know as it is to as it is today, yep. but they stopped double stacking off that previously okay. so by hand, didn't they? You can still make a character dreadnought. Yeah, right? you put yeah, you, you still make a character dreadnought. I haven't, dreadnought, I haven't, I haven't, yeah, I haven't checked all that, but you yeah. can obviously move now and shoot without the penalties because yeah. the big guns never tire. Yeah. Yeah. So that's great. Um, and also you get inbuilt re-roll ones on those dreadnoughts. Yeah. Fantastic. So you might not and, even need the captain and your, necessarily. And your tech marine, on the tech marine can give one of those dreadnoughts plus one to hit. So it's yeah. hitting on twos. And what you can also take is a Derrideo dreadnought. Yeah. Five up in the bubble. With a five plus in bun bubble. So you've got your free... Does the librarian get a five up in the It's a core unit, isn't it? It could be, could be, yeah, but, but it could be inventory. Have a look, yeah, yeah. But you can, you can see where we're getting to. It's a, it's a resilient dreadnought mm. with so they're getting six attacks on the charge yeah. with a redemptive fist of flat three plus d3 damage now. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not. Nice. You could just walk into the middle of the table and you'd be like, I'll be having this, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it shoots, it hits, it does everything, fights yeah. every phase of the game. Yeah, killing a wave serpent, like you've mentioned before, is tough going when yeah. you've got to take out three repulsors. Redemptors. Um, sorry, yes, Redemptors. Repulsor, Redemptor, Redeemer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dreadnoughts. Um, then obviously, yeah, very, very good. And that'll be great to see as well. That'd be quality. Yeah. I'd love to see that on the table. Next up is, I mean, you asked me what to do with my Ultramarines list. Yeah. And I had so many options because I think Ultramarines are the money makers. Why I love Ultramarines is, well, now for two reasons. I never thought I would ever say this. <laughs> never thought I'd say this. But Rabute Gulliman may be coming into my list. Oh, I cannot believe oh. I'm saying this, but I will be getting the 30k model, not the 40k one, because I just want that marble stand with his stick like that. Like, I'm the boss, boys. Yeah. Um, and I've just mastered how to do weather, uh, marble effects. So, you know, anyway. The reason why he's important is because he still gets his old school chapter master rerolls, which I think is cool. Yeah. Actually, you pay yes. a massive premium for yeah. him. He is he is a Primarch. He yeah. is the daddy yeah. of yeah. all the Ultramarines. It mm. does make it makes sense that they want to impress him. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's fantastic that he he's now a, a good pick. Um, you get your reroll ones to wound. You get obviously his reroll ability to hit for all units. You can redeploy three units still with Ultramarines. Yeah. So I'm still thinking three big units of something. That could be 18 Eradicators. It could be 18 yes. Aggressors. It could be, I could go six Aggressors, six Eradicators, six Blade Guard. Mm -hmm. Got a tool for every option. I can deploy it back. I can redeploy it forward, whatever I want to do. I can take the Phobos Librarian with Lord of Deceit, yep. redeploy my Infiltrators in the middle of the table. Um, but my list at the moment, as a joke, was Kalgar, Tiggy, um, Seal of Oath Relic on the Lieutenant, because that still affects all units within Reroll All Wits and Wounds. 15 Eradicators, 15 Blade Guard with uh, 15 Infiltrators. That would be a good list, I yep. think. 
But aggressors are still going to be in there. We've spoke about suppressors now. Yeah. And we're going to, I'm going to talk about that a little bit more with the next one. But I could easily see some devastators suppress being added into that list as well. So, or you just go for the 160 uh, or the, the 60 heavy intercessors, yeah, yeah, with insert couple of characters for yeah. ultramarines because ultramarines get to move and fire, which means their 36 inch range strength, five minus two rapid fire guns. They're just going to put a silly amount of shots out and they're just going to be so durable. Again, play the mission really, really well because you can hero clean to beam with units because of warlord traits. You can overwatch for each other. Mm -hmm. um, you can fall back and shoot, fall back and charge with ultramarines. They've got all the tools in the toolbox. So ultramarines for me are a real key player. Uh, now the next one is Imperial Fists. So Imperial Fists, let's talk about their doctrine. Obviously only cracks on if you're strength seven or more, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So what we've got in this list is uh, the Firestorm Turrets now. Yeah. These are ready. <laughs> these elite heavy support. Heavy support. Heavy support. Yeah. Okay. Um, now you can take three in a unit. Three in a unit. Hit on twos, right? Because they're a tech marine. Yep. Okay, cool. So you've got three in a unit. So you can take nine of these bad boys. And these get a six shot. Strength seven, minus one. Damage two against a vehicle will be damage three. Heavy Doctrine, you're going to be minus two. Yeah. I think they've got an ability, if you roll a six, it's an additional AP yeah, or whatever you it might can, be. You could play a strategy on, on them to get plus one to wound versus vehicles. Yep. Yeah. So you've got that. And then what we've also got in this list is nine suppressors. Okay. So we've got nine of these Storm Turrets, nine suppressors. Suppressors have gained an extra shot, which is incredible. I love suppressors. I think they're a really good utility piece. Yeah. Fast moving, put them in deep strike. They can come down, one punch, something real nice. Love them. So um, nine suppressors with a captain with the eye of Hypnoth or something yeah, yeah. to give you reroll hits of one, reroll wounds of one. And then I'm also thinking double drop pod with 15 heavy bolter devastators packed in nice and cheap. And that just comes down 36 inches away wherever you need it to with your suppressors. And that is a horrendous amount of firepower at strength five minus two, two damage, turn one. Beautiful. So, uh, I mean, you can input whatever you might want there, change some bits about, but that is a very tasty heavy support base list. Yeah. So anyway, that concludes, guys. Well, the longest podcast we've ever done. <laughs> 100 and, uh, what, 146 minutes? No, an hour and 46 minutes. Any last comments, guys? Are you excited to play Marines? I'm very excited. I'm looking forward to uh, getting these Raven Guard and Dark Angels out. Yeah. Are you excited about playing Marines? I'm really excited to play Marines. Yeah. I'm. I kind of had a bit of a sabbatical away from Marines. Yeah. For the last six to eight months. Yeah. But I'm really excited for what the potential of what Deathwatch will bring in the future, and they're my favourite. So. And that's actually how we met, wasn't it? Yeah. I I met Steve at. Uh, a qualifier because he'd he'd done really well with his death watch he'd been on the stream stuff like that and I was like I've got three star collecting boxes of death watch <laughs> on my table ready to build at the moment I get home you were like what do I do yeah what do you do what have you done that I can do yeah and he was like storm shields storm bolters yeah and we got talking and it turned out that we literally lived 10 minutes away from each other <laughs> yeah so <laughs> yeah so anyway God, I regret going to that event now. Yeah. And then and then and then he just latched on to me from there and I haven't been able to get rid of him. Yeah. That is true. Mm. Um anyway, so <laughs> I'm really excited about playing my Blood Angels. 
And I'm also really excited about playing my Ultramarines. But more importantly, I'm actually really excited to play against Marines because I feel like and a Marine player isn't just going to win on easy mode anymore. Right. They're going to have to earn it. You're going to have to earn it just that little bit more. So I'm really excited to play Marines. I'm excited to play against Marines. So GW, thank you so much for what you've done for us. It's been brilliant. Um, keep doing what you're doing. Some of the things that we suggested, hey, it's just our opinions. But mm -hmm. review it, play test it, do what you need to do. If you ever obviously want us as play testers, we would absolutely love to do that. And if you guys in the chat would like us to do the same, give us a like, subscribe, and uh, we'd really appreciate your support as well. And remember, no matter what you're doing out there, we hope you have a great day. And remember for that mental health day as well, just pick up the phone, call a friend, speak to somebody that you haven't you know, lost contact with maybe. Mm -hmm. Reach out to somebody that you probably think, okay, see how they're doing. Mm. And I think that would really lighten up somebody's day. And remember, no matter what happens in this community, in the game, we play this game because we love it. Remember that. And we'll we'll go through turbulent times. You know, Gene Steeler Colt, a little bit of turbulence at the moment. Tau, a little bit of turbulence at the moment. Yeah, yeah. But there's still a shining light there somewhere. So, yeah. guys, keep enjoying 40K as much as you possibly do. And if you'd like to leave us a review on the podcast, please do that. We absolutely love your support on there. We've had some great comments and feedback recently. So until next week, we'll see you guys later. And uh, yeah, take care and we'll see you soon.